Are you interested in promoting or increasing the attendance of your truck and tractor pull event? My name is Jason Schultz, owner of the Beer Money Pulling Team, which has over 1.3 million followers across Facebook, YouTube, Instagram, and TikTok. Our goal is to grow the sport of truck and tractor pulling and increase the awareness of the sport through our social media presence and highly engaged audience. We want to partner with you and help you grow the attendance of your events. We have a ton of promotional opportunities available and a full-time social media coordinator to make sure your investment is taken care of. For more information on promotional opportunities, give me a call, 608-604-5068. Good evening. Welcome to Let's Grow Pulling. And that guy is not here, but uh, we welcome back Paul Romack. I haven't seen you in a little while. Big guys with us as always. And uh, tonight, to, to lead us off, we've got Mr. Brian Lively from Hook Magazine and uh Big weekend down in Tunica, Mississippi. One of the one of I will say the big three, so to speak, uh, outlaw style antique pulling events that happen every winter, and it, it's a it's a pretty special one when it comes to the charitable contribution side with, with what everybody down there does with uh, St. Jude's Children's Research Hospital. That's true. Uh, thanks for having me on. I'm uh, glad to just share some things. Uh, we had about I believe 1,400 hooks over the weekend. 350. Tractors, 375 tractors. Uh, in terms of charitable giving, uh, we we had the tractor, the uh, demonstrator tractor, uh, the pulling community, the uh, the ag community, and I'll explain that beyond here in just a moment. Uh, was able to raise over 110 thousand dollars for St. Jude. Nice work, and that is super strong work. And it's it's and it is work. It is a it is work, but it is far worth it. Uh, you know all the, the late hours. Uh, it's uh, you know between myself, my wife Deanna, uh, Houston and Stacy Jackson, and Pete Pestick. You know we invested on site probably fifty to sixty hours writing out tickets. You know filling people's names in on tickets, contacting folks. Hey, we need your phone number. Uh, so we can we if we we draw your your name, we, we got to find you somehow, and you know it's it's that kind of deal. And we were literally within 15 minutes of the drawing, clearing up the list. Uh, but again, it's worth it. It's a it's a passion of mine, a passion of my wife's. You know, we we don't have kids ourselves. Uh, we're you know, and it, not to sound preachy, but we're Christians, and we we uh, you know kind of follow that tenet that. You're supposed to take care of your widows and your orphans, and really, that means to, to take care of the vulnerable. And we're called to do that, regardless of anything. And and it's it's kind of our, our mission, our ministry in a way. You know, and I'm I'm no minister, I'm no preacher, but if I, if we can help a kid to get some comfort, or, or to have their parents be able to stay without charge. At a facility near St. Jude, uh, that's what's about. Or really, in, in the, the my gut to find that cure for some form or fashion of, of, of cancer or disease. You know, that's what drives me. What drives the core group and and, and the the community at large. Yeah, it's pretty powerful to be at this event and and these kids who've been there. Um, patients who've had their lives saved, they come back to us. They're at the event. 
and you know to just get to spend a few time you know a few minutes with them and give them a high five or whatever and know that they're there because in small part because of the work that's been done yeah we in fact we had a, a special thing happen at the, at the event and i was uh i really, really was privy to it i was busy scribbling out tickets and uh the uh i was, I was busy scribbling out tickets probably like or here uh and uh, there was a young young man sitting on a tracker on a John Deere G that Jim Botzenbacher built uh, in 2018 for St. Jude. And he built it, and he liked it so well, he bought it back from the guy that wanted it. And there was a little boy he, little boy standing around, and he said, do you want to get up on it? And he helped him up on it. And his father came by and said, he was a, right there, yeah. He was a St. Jude patient first year of his life. And, you know, he was ripping and running and roaring uh, after he got off the tractor. You know, it's like, that's what it's about. Kids like that, you know, that they, they go in and have a major issue and they come out clear, cancer-free, disease-free. Uh, a, lot, a lot of grown men teared up, you know, when, it, when, it, when I got to talk, like I talk about that. Uh, and uh, that's what it's about taking care of uh, young children like him. Brian, this is the, what, the eighth tractor you've done? Yeah, this, well, the eighth tractor to, that's that's been done uh, started in 2015, uh, missed a year, uh, but that's okay. We, we actually did two in one year. In 2018, we did, or 2019, excuse me. I'm, I'm, I'm still recovering <laughs> the weekend. <laughs> So, uh, the tunica flu did not catch me, but I'm I'm feeling the effects just a bit. But it's that's that's called sleep deprivation, Brian. That's what that is. Well, <laughs> uh, well, yeah, part of that, you know, the, the dust and the and the, the noise and the long hours that it because that place gets to be at the kind of a dust bowl. And uh, uh, luckily, we had a canopy over our our uh, booth where we were doing tickets, and that helps a whole lot. But uh, you come home and you're you're expectorating. There go with the big word expectorating stuff that you know. Where did that come from? And uh, but that's okay. It's all part of it. Um, but uh, we uh, eighth the uh, eighth tractor uh, been under the uh, the care primarily of Jason Kessler and his family uh, sons Christian and Teddy. Up in Strasburg, Illinois, uh, those guys, those guys were our champions. Uh, uh, Kale Mankey, Mankey Morris Motorsports, up Tilden, Illinois, uh, fabulous fabricator. And then you know, and it's uh, you know, there's a whole collage collection of community beyond that. And it took Pete Pesnick a half hour to thank everybody mm-hmm. when I did when when we did the live drawing. And we still managed to forget the fuel tank, the guy that bought the fuel can for a tractor. <laughs> but he's, he's I saw a, that. Yeah. And so, because I was standing, I was walking out and I saw the fuel can sitting there. I'm like, oh crap, Cody. Thank you, Cody Miller. You know, and uh, Cody's a good dude, part of the Wisconsin bunch that initially got the tractor after it got running and, and, and running around in Wisconsin. Uh, good folks up there 
good folks everywhere. I have some folks in Iowa that took the tractor out. Uh, Jason has always had a tractor out some in Illinois. Uh, it did it did make a lot of laps, but when it made laps and when it got revealed, it was game on. And it was it was incredible. So what uh, is what is I know you said that the tractor this year raised about one hundred and ten thousand um, dollars. What does that bring your total up to for all the tractors that you've done so far? We we've. Uh, we were like at 375, I believe. Uh, off, top of, off top of my head. Again, I'm, I'm sleep deprived. I'm trying to think it through. Uh, we're probably close to 485, 490 now. Wow. That's that's insane. That's awesome. Over, over eight years. That is and, wonderful. And it's it's been a matter of, you know, promotion, you know, some social media stuff, the magazine stuff. Uh, and and the there's nothing better than having a tractor on site that, you know, kind of the, the calf's on the ground. Oh, it's there. It's here. And, uh, and then I got, I got on it and drove it at white pine, Tennessee, uh, with a special shout out to, to uh, Don Slama for stepping in and, and putting me over the, the challenge total goal to get me on the tractor. Cause I haven't been on a tractor in eight years. So, you know, he calls me up and says, how much you need or that effect. He's like, well, I'm going to send you this much. And he, I was like a hundred bucks of being over. That's we soon raised, you know, went well beyond that goal of five grand. Uh, good folks like that, you know, to just step up uh, for, for good causes. Uh, but uh, Ray Racing won the tractor from uh, Hopstad, Indiana. He he is an antique puller. He has similar tractors, so it'll have a. It's going to a really nice home. His stuff is sharp. Uh, they've got two hot farm PPL hot farms, so that's a pulling family. Uh, there, and it'll be well taken care of there. But it was, I think, I, we didn't get it stressed enough. But it was. And I've called it the Tony Reed effect. Um, it was neat to find out. And, and stuff just happened with these tractors. Things just happen. They fall together for no rhyme or reason. Uh, Jason and his boys take care of the tractor. They're in Strasburg. I figure out by, by following Tony something uh, on TikTok. Oh, he's in Strasburg too. Mm -hmm. So, uh, hey, uh, Jason, can you give him a call and see if he would come over and and uh, just just walk around the tractor for us? And it turned out, you know, he's his wife has been involved, invested in some St. Jude giving, and that's that's to connect on his as well. And forty hours later, about thirty nine thousand dollars that I can directly attribute to him. Wow. Yep. yep. Yeah. Yeah, it uh, wasn't it on. Let's see, that was on Tuesday night, I believe. Uh, yes. um, didn't Jay? I was talking to my brother. Uh, he painted the chassis, yeah. and uh, he said that he was talking with Jason and said something like, "It was averaging a thousand dollars an hour after that went live." Yeah. Well, once well the the situation was that uh, 
I, I put out my my email just to kind of you know f well to to do, give an introduction email back to folks say hey thank you for your interest thanks for watching the video here's our link for for purchasing and I was sit I was sitting there copy and pasting with my thumb for four and a half hours on the drive home. Yeah. And then and then that way that way started that wave of actual giving and forwarding emails to our uh, young lady that's been doing our our ticket processing, Stacy Jackson, and bless her heart, uh, she had uh, just page upon page upon page of of ticket info and and phone numbers and <clears throat> excuse me, my wife Deanna did that, did that as well, and you know they they went through two legal pads writing stuff out and uh, and uh, it just managed you know we managed to get everything in and and uh, had everybody's ticket in the in the till 15 minutes before uh and that's that's cool that's kind of how these things work out everything's like last minute we try not to make it last minute but it's always last minute uh but i, I like it when the plan comes together well the fenders I picked those fenders up from Dylan uh, at Polishing, at yeah. Triparts Polishing, at 5 o'clock. When I got to Jason's, it was not quite 5.30, and it wasn't 45 minutes, and Tony was on the tractor and had it started and was ready to do a live. I mean, it, it, it was literally last minute because that tractor had to leave Wednesday morning to head to Tunica. Yeah. Yeah. So... Yeah, it was it was down to the wire. Yeah, and uh, it's it's that's just kind of way that that week rolls, and it, it happens a lot that that way for a lot of folks that for Tunica week because they're it's it's a matter of preparation and above and beyond for three days, four days gone, and and then we we had the extra challenge of having this tractor to need to be ready, and 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 again the, the Kessler Kesslers did a fabulous job on their end uh the polish guys dylan did a fabulous job to paint, uh, uh your brother jay and then uh Lascock, who's who's i'm sorry I, I don't have my list in front of me but the other painter yep so uh, jay did the um he did the chassis yeah jay did the chassis and then um what is his first name can drive me nuts now um, but yes, the other guy did the uh, the, the body, uh, the the hood, and all that, and it, it turned out it, it's super slick. It's phenomenal. That thing just—I was getting pictures all you know in the days prior. Jason would send me pictures through the day, and 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 I'd send one to our our group chat, and uh, it was just stunning to walk in that shop and and see where it was, even without the fenders on it, and. Uh, it was all I could do to keep from going ahead and say, here it is, guys. <laughs> uh, and that's kind of why I did that dumb walk around with it, just looking at the tires. Just, everybody saw my feet in the tires. and <laughs> But uh, just wanted to get people the knowledge that here we, here we go. We're getting ready to do something cool. So, Yeah, it was a great tractor for a great cause. Yeah, um, Brian, can you talk a little bit about what 2023 has in store yeah we uh had a have a uh, south dakota uh missouri connection 
and I don't, I'm not going to mention everybody's name because I'll forget somebody. Uh, that's, that's the thing about this. It's a blessing and a curse in that we have so many people willing to help and, uh, just step in and say, we'll do this. We'll do that. Uh, and that tractor is, is, uh, a Massey Harris 444. Yep, there it is. It uh, it's still in process. It's 85 to 90 percent done. It still needs some chassis paint. There's a few more things that need to be done to it. And those guys took the ball and ran with it. I literally all I've done is sit back and watch them send us pictures of it. I have with this with this diamond striker tractor. I've got 120 hours on the road hauling parts from from who God knows where to Tilden, Illinois, or to Strasburg, or wherever I had to go. That's just part of it. That's not that's not a complaint. That's part of my job. But those guys knocked it apart. They said we got this, and sure enough, they've got it. Uh, it's got a name that's floating out there, and. Uh, you know, we, we may, we've got to figure out if it's legal to have that name. Uh, the, the guys are calling it Bo Cephas. And I've got to get in contact. I'm going to get in contact with Hank Jr.'s legal team and see if we can name that tractor legally Bo Cephas and not get in trouble with him uh, and his group. Uh, the uh, Plus, it's, the tractor's going to run on 885. Um, you know, I'm sitting here connecting dots. I'm like, it'd be cool maybe to get this tractor signed by Hank Jr. Like, these guys would haul that tractor to Hank Jr. wherever he's set standing and, and hand him a pen and sign that fuel tank and said, you know, 100 proof and then put his, his name below it and take a picture and, you know, and then just go through the roof. That's, that's the plan. That's the idea. That's the hope. Uh, but that's just, you know, you just got to try. And if, if he says no, he says no, but, but you got to ask first. You know. And and what I'm finding, if you ask, it gets done. You just got, you have to ask for help. Yep. And when you ask, get help. Agreed. Agreed. Well, Brian, uh, monopolized enough of your time appreciate you coming on and, and recapping the weekend uh and the proceedings down at tunica and everything with saint jude thank you sir thank you all appreciate your time all yes right, brian don't you. brian don't go just yet all right okay you have to answer the question uh -oh. if you could <laughs> if you could take anything pulling for a weekend what would it be where would it be and why I'm a, I'm a man of many likes. Mm -hmm. uh, oh, I'm thinking circa 2000 504 Rocket Louisville. Nice. Outstanding. Cast iron, cast iron in. Uh, that's the most... That, I think it was 2000. I was, uh, this was in another life. <clears throat> but me and my acquaintance were standing there or sitting on the finish line. And the next, and 
watching white supers in an afternoon session at Louisville. And Mr. Lynn ended up in our laps. So, <laughs> and you can see, you can see me just a, a blur. It's all kind of blurry. That old VH, VHS video, but I, I'm like, Oh, there I am. Uh, sitting in the, sitting in the stands. It's a, uh, it's crazy, I, but, that, I, but that's I punched that up, but my other hard drive I think is upstairs. <laughs> I know, it's, I know, I've got it on there. <laughs> well, I'm I'm an I'm an old school light super guy, love pro stocks. Of course, I uh, I love I love Warpath and the Trailblazer and all these big Massies. I grew up on Massies, grew up on Fords, Whites, Olivers, uh, but I've been a light super guy from the get go. So, good answer. Very good answer. Uh, I, that's, that's, that's the first one that came to mind, but that's because that was one of the, the, uh, uh, I guess it, it, you, you know how you get your runs imprinted in your mind and memories imprinted for, for situations. And there's, you know, I'm, I don't know as though I'm a mod guy. Uh, I think that'd be cool too. But I mean, but uh, you know, I'm, I've been a tractor track, you know, a, a tractor guy. Uh, for you know, as long as I can remember. So, good deal. All right, we'll let you go. Thank you, Brian. Thank you all. See you uh, soon. Thanks, Brian. See you, buddy. Get some rest. Want to do it? <laughs> all right, let's bring in our uh, second part of the show tonight to recap the, uh, the 2022 season from NTPA. It's Mr. Greg Randall and. Also, uh, the Dwanskis are with us tonight. How are all of you? Doing good. Thanks for having us tonight. Good. Appreciate Thanks. you guys taking the time to come on. So we made it. It's past banquet season. You can you can take a deep breath maybe for like today and then uh, tomorrow back at it, right? Absolutely. We got PRI this week and then uh, myself and Matt Stein, that's we're going to the WTPA banquet on Saturday night. And so, yeah, banquet season is still continuing. <laughs> No rest for the wicked, I guess. So they say, right? <laughs> That's right. <laughs> 2022, pretty good year for uh, NTPA. Um, plenty of great events, good calendar that got wrapped up. Uh, how was it from the, the the control center, so to speak, of, of the association? It, it went well. We didn't have a whole lot of rain outs, and that was kind of you know something you kind of look at. We didn't have very many at all uh competition was good um we just celebrated uh crowning a bunch of champions officially this uh, past saturday night at the columbus northwest marriott in, in dublin and uh nice turnout we also put in a couple of hall of famers uh mark Pisic and ron bargy went into our hall of fame so uh, just just a good night overall and uh so we're, we're already fast and furious into 2023. And uh, if you've heard the uh, Delansky name, Craig Delansky, uh, I think I believe over 100 wins on the, uh, you know, sprint car type uh, circuit, as well as a former, uh, formerly at the uh, Dodge City Raceway Park. And we can kind of let it be known now, they are now with the NTPA. So we're looking forward to uh, expanding, expanding our universe, expanding our sponsor portfolio. And they've got 
working knowledge. They understand how to activate sponsorship. They've got a lot of contacts. And uh, quite honestly, we're hitting the ground running. Very good to hear. It's it's. I feel like 2023 is going to be kind of that shock to the system year that everybody sort of, I think, in the back of their mind knew they, the, the sport needed, just didn't know how to go about accomplishing it. I think now maybe enough dominoes have fallen that there is a little bit of a map and a path. Yeah, I mean, we've had this, uh, really, this blueprint since about 2016. The toughest part about the not so much expansion of the circuit, but expansion of our universe, we're now just starting to grab a hold of a little bit, get a little bit of a better understanding of what is out there and what we can go and achieve and accomplish. And uh, a couple uh, great announcements since I was on the show before Enderly, besides the Delansky hire, uh, is the fact that um, We've got a three-year extension with O'Reilly Auto Parts. We just signed that here a couple weeks ago. And today, we got our three-year extension with Case IH. So the big thing about that is we've always just done single years. Uh, they are really pleased at what we've delivered and the reach. Um, we got some pretty interesting things. We had an hour call today. Some pretty interesting things that will get fans involved. They want to get a once-in-a-lifetime type experience uh, to fans, and we've done that the last couple of years. Um, so it's went over well. Uh, we're excited. And and what the Delanskys can bring from their experience, uh, promoter of the year, and I believe 2016, and just all their knowledge, tribal knowledge, about what a good event looks like, how to enhance our current events, and then to bring sponsorship in and activate um, it's something we've heard. I mean, let's face it, I'll be honest. We've heard uh, criticism a lot about that part of our business. However, I will say this, you can sell all day, but if you don't have the pieces that's valuable to sponsors, it, it's, it's all for naught. You're, you're going to lose sponsors and, and, and get a bad reputation. The one thing that I would like to point out, and a lot of times I I sometimes read, you know, and hear things uh, <laughs> in contrast, sometimes what's true, you know, I mean, honestly, what's true in the inside. And if you look at our sponsors, Case IH, this contract takes us 15 years with them. O'Reilly's, we just finished up 10 years with them. Uh, you know, some Pico, Enderly, Pull-Off, I mean, we're at the 36th, you know, so it's not like we're not satisfying sponsors. That That's false. That's a false narrative. And, and that's all I'll say about that. But yes, can we do more? Absolutely. Do we want to do more? Absolutely. And now we feel like we got the, the tools and the green light to do more. So we're, we're excited. Let me tell you, the guy on my left or right, or however you want to say it, how you're seeing it at home, I mean, this guy's full of energy, aren't you, Craig? Oh, absolutely. Yeah, yeah we're uh, definitely uh, energized and looking forward to the, uh, to the polling world. We were... Um, we went to Tomo, Wisconsin last year and just, uh, it definitely, uh, you know, me and Julie were both uh, very impressed with just the product and, and the show that it puts on for the fans. So, yeah, we're very much looking forward to it. Yeah, we uh, very much enjoyed uh, a different pace and uh, something other than what we had been used to with just dirt circle track racing. So 
you know, it's it's still in that realm of motorsport and putting power to the ground and it's pretty impressive. So we hope to enhance that a little bit. Like Greg touched on, you know, we, you know, did a lot of traveling when I was on the World of Outlaw Tour uh, for 12 years or so. And then we raced in New Zealand, Australia. And it's just, uh, you just learn a lot of different things as it, throughout your travels. And we had uh, helped uh, Clay County Fairgrounds reconfigure their, their, their racetrack and, you know, put in new lighting and, and brought the World of Outlaws to Clay County Fair. Uh, back in 07, we did it for three years. And, and that was when we were promoter of the year, it was in 2008. Um, but, uh, it, you know, we, we enjoyed it. It just was very difficult to be a competitor on the World of Outlaws Tour, plus uh, promote the Clay County Fair event in particular. And then we also had did another uh, event in, at the Princeton, Minnesota Fairgrounds, um, where uh, we did about uh, three or three or four World of Outlaws shows there as well. But um, definitely enjoy it. Uh, you know, Julie is from uh, Spencer, Iowa, and, and just uh, me and her have enjoyed working together and and pretty much been a team of one. And now to come in and work with Greg and his team, uh, there's a lot of great people involved. So uh, yeah. from the board to the to the pullers, to the fans, I mean, just, um, you know, we, we did a couple of events out there in Dodge City. Last year was our first one, and and I just uh, I saw a lot of good things. I saw a lot of potential. I saw some areas that where, where maybe it could be, you know, you could work in some areas and, and just uh, try to try to enhance things. And so we're going go to go to work hard for, for the NTPA series, uh, WPI, as well as the pullers, you know, sponsors, fans, and, and manufacturers, and just uh, try to complement things for them. I think that's what what I'm I'm what I'm taking from this and, and is impressing me is the commitment that NTPA is showing by bringing you guys in and and, and tapping into not only your, your connections and resources but just the vast experience you guys are bringing to the table here. Yeah, yeah, you know, and it's a lot of different experience. Like me and Greg talked. I mean, at the end of the day, it's a motorsport. You know, it really doesn't matter if it's circle track racing, if it's snowcross, motocross. Uh, you know, pulling. It's um, it's the same type of universe, right? So. Um, you know, we enjoy what we're coming in here to do for, for NTPA and just trying to work together, you know, as a team. So everybody working together and pulling in the same direction. And, and uh, you know, it's an awesome sport. I mean, it's just uh, the, the generational aspect of it, the, the family atmosphere. Uh, we like all that. So we're, we enjoyed it. Great, beautiful banquet on Saturday night. Yeah. Uh, great job by Greg and his team. And we were a small part of that. But, uh, yeah. We're in a happy place here with them. Yeah, just a lot of genuine people, and we felt pretty welcome right off the bat, which is very mm -hmm. nice. Mm -hmm. The easy and obvious question, I guess, is to say, you know, are, you know, are going to be feet on the ground of PRI looking for opportunities, which, of course, I'm sure you probably are. But um, are, is there anywhere you're looking outside of, I'd even say, the automotive or ag world to try to bring in a partner for NCPA? Yes, absolutely. You know, and, and all of that is beginning right now. So, you know, things just kind of uh, got put together here in the last uh, few days. And so uh, we're going to work and, and we're going to hit the ground running, like Greg said, and that's already began. And, and um, yeah, I'll be at the PRI show. Uh, I've had a lot of experience being at that PRI show as we were, you know, racing on the World of All Out Tour and building our, our marketing partners with our race teams and, and as well as for our events and different things like that when we were promoting too. So, yeah, there's a lot of work to be done, but there's a, a lot of potential and, and we want to structure it in a way where we where we're not definitely diluting things for for the sponsors. We want to go uh, we want to go the extra miles as much as we can for every one of them, and and uh, we want them all to feel uh, welcome and 
and, and know that they're appreciated and just uh, try to make sure that we uh, are representing them well at the at the events and trying to maybe enhance the footprint for the NTPA at the events some and then just trying to maybe uh, you know uh, take it to another level type type situation. I'm not sure what the correct term is in that regard, but we're, we're going to work hard, and I think uh, some good things will be happening. I see somebody was commenting about the Spencer grandstands. It is huge. <laughs> we 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 got lucky enough to fill that place on our first show there, and uh, a lot of standing room only, and it was a pretty awesome show. The fair board was extremely excited afterwards. Unfortunately, the man that was the director of the fair at that point is now um, moved, or I mean, he has passed away, and they've got a new guy. But he's he's a great guy too. But Phil was a a good. Um, cheerleader for us coming in there and and putting on the outlaw show that we did there you know it was difficult for us to to uh you know not continue with that event but you know we had some great sponsors involved with that as well so um yeah there's a, there's a lot of, in answer to your question too there's there's a, there's a lot of opportunity outside outside the egg market and the, you know just just the pulling industry as well there's just um i think there's a lot of opportunity and we just want to structure things properly and just you know, just try to try to try to build things to where, you know, the pullers can maybe uh, be, be uh, competing for, for, for some more bucks and, and more prizes and, and, you know, some tokens of appreciation along the way. I know the NTPA has done some of that. We're just going to try to enhance that as well as maybe work on some, some of the, the fan experience and trying to make sure that the, uh, the polar fans are entertained and having a good time. And, and uh, just, just like I say, we just want to compliment things and, and then not come in and completely uh, be changing anything. Just, you know, Greg and his team have done a good job. We're just going to try to come in and strengthen some areas maybe that were, uh, you know, just areas that were hard to keep up with with, uh, with uh, what was going on. So It all starts with resources. And I've talked about this behind the scenes for several years. And uh, without getting into some of the specifics, I mean, there was a lot of reasons why a few things were on hold, to be honest with you. We had a very veteran staff. I mean, there was one point, I want to say the the less tenured person in our office was like 11 years. So when you have that type of uh, level of veteran presence in an office, everyone kind of knows how to do their job and you get pretty efficient at it. But, you know, with that also comes, you might get into the same, I don't want to call it routine because we've, again, like I said, I pointed to the longest longevity of our sponsors, right? But we know that uh, we can do more. Well, we hit in March, or I'm sorry, in December of 2019, we had a significant changeover in staff. We, uh, we, well, David Schreier had retired at the end of May uh, as CEO. And then uh, we had Sarah uh, Smith and Josh Steinmetz, who is Matt's brother, they all, they, they left the company. And I mean, that's that's the point in time I could point the less tenured person was 10 years, and that was Josh. So then we got into uh, bringing in some new people. You know, we brought in a Michaela Kramer. We brought in Matt Steinmetz, who worked for us during the summers. I mean, you know, without being in the office a lot, he knew our business, and we brought in Evan Smith. Uh, to kind of work some of the web mall warehouse, some of those things, and we were just we were just getting started, and the pandemic struck, right? And then we chop out three people 
on Father's Day, we got the, uh, what was that called? The, the, the loan, the, P, the PPP, there you go. Yeah. We got yeah. that and we, we, yeah. we bridged all day as long as we could. And then we cut back. We were working four days a week. And Ohio, they kind of helped supplement uh, jobs. Ohio means jobs or something. And we, we actually um, got some supplemental pay when we got into uh, parts of uh, tw late 2020 and into 2021. And so everybody knows the whole story. Get back to work in 2021. And then the econ economics are starting to kind of change, right? And I think that's affected a lot of things. I think it's affected our industry in, in some degree, um, you know, uh, you know, I had I have a lot of respect for John and Christy and the PPL and, and all that, but you know th that I think I think that got affected. My personal opinion, not based on fact, I think that affected some of what what we're seeing. You know, short of short of supply, you know, you got labor shortages. People maybe aren't doing the, the, the high marketing dollars and, and, and the way that was structured with all the different sanctioning bodies, I think that probably led to some of the, some of, some of the decisions, unfortunate. And I do mean that. Um, but how everything kind of comes out, who knows, but we've all had our share of difficulties coming out of this and we're in its economic lags. It's kind of affecting a lot of, a lot of things in our lives. I mean, let's face it, everything from the fuel pump to the supermarket or whatever. Right. So, I think this year, although opportunities are there uh, beyond what people maybe are thinking, um, uh, I think there's a lot of decisions for a lot of people. Fares, I mean, honestly, uh, fares, CES is the most expensive thing they bring in. And I would say pulling as a whole, whether it's our circuit or some of the other circuits, you know, out there, outlaw, EPL and so forth, with this economic downturn, in a way, you often wonder how 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 long will someone say, you know, we can spend half a third of the cost and still have the same number of people Saturday night. Some have that philosophy. Um, it's a sell. I mean, it used to be you just go and talk to the grandstand person. You know, now you're sitting down and you got fair board. I mean, everybody because they're making a 30, 40 plus thousand dollar decision. So that's the part I kind of worry about a little bit. Oh, that's, is that the Delancey children in the background? Yes. <laughs> Becca's a good dog. She's over here sleeping. Becca's a good dog. Anyway. <laughs> so, yeah, there's, um, I think there's exciting times. I think the way to, again, getting back to this universe concept, I think there's, so many ways now to reach new people that are unawares of our sport. That's yeah. the exciting thing yeah. for me. I, I really think if our universe stays kind of in its same footprint, that's great, but it has its limits. No matter, no matter how we slice it, it has its limits, but there's so many things in the future. And after something else happens here in a few months, I'm sure we'll be talking again. And, um, that, again, there's things on the horizon that are that are, are going to be changing. They're going to be good. And uh, it's probably, as I kind of told my wife, it's probably the most exciting and in a way kind of scary, uh, you know, stretch we've had because we're, we're 
making some pretty significant changes, some strides. And uh, I think you're going to see a little bit of a, a different branding of NTPA than, than, than people have seen. And that's, that's a good thing. It's, you know, it, it answers some of our critics and the people that support us. I think they're going to be behind us and with us. And uh, we, we appreciate everybody out there that follows the brand and follows tractor pulling period because good tractor pulling, good truck pulling is good for the sport. It develops fans. I, I truly believe that. Yeah. I'm, I mean, I'm not going to get into, you know, trying to grill you about the future because I know you can't say, you won't say, and you shouldn't say. It, it'll come out when it's time. But, um, you know, on the idea of the schedule and, and dealing with these fairs, draft schedule to me, it looked like it was really very consistent to what you had a year before. So um, mm -hmm. the audience uh, still seems to be there among the various promoters, and and you guys were able to, to navigate those waters and put together a program for the 2023 season that looks very much like 2022 did. Yeah, I mean, we've we've had we had some calls before, you know, any type of news broke in the industry. There, um, it's not an it's not unusual for that to happen. I'm sure our competition gets calls to talk about. You know, that's just that's just how business is conducted, right? So, at the end of the day, you know, we're 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 in business. It's a, it's been friendly competition. I I feel, and. Um, but, and like I said, go back to respecting the folks and the other organizations I do. Um, I've talked to them. I got personal relationships with, with many of them. And, you know, it's, it's interesting because the business aspect of this sport, you know, there's a perceived way things are done. And then there's the actual way things are done. Yes. And a lot of the yes. control on things doesn't necessarily come from my desk. And, and same thing with, you know, Craig and Julie and, and they'll learn they've got their own set of uh, education through the, the round track racing. And a lot of it will transfer over. We were joking and talking about a few things last night at dinner about some of those things, you know, but um, they're, they're, to learn kind of the dynamics of, of some of the things and, um, you know, sometimes the, uh, politics get in the way of some good things sometimes. And, and that has gotten better over the years. When I started in TPA, it was, it was not real harmonious, um, honestly, in 1990. Uh, but there's a lot of hands in the cookie jar. Not only cookie jar, but it, there were so many interests, and they were all, you know, things have gotten so streamlined now, from the rules to the purse to just certain structures. I mean, everything was everything was up for grabs. I was just gung-ho right out of college, ready to come to work for TPA. one of my dream jobs. The other one was uh, uh, right here, if you can see that hat. That's a, a Raiders hat. Anyway. Uh, you're in a better <laughs> spot right now. Yeah, you're in a better spot. You're in a much better spot where you're at. Just <laughs> well, we can talk about that. Oh, he's going to go get his hat, I can tell. No, okay. no, no, I thought no. he was going to shoot the Broncos deal or something. <laughs> but when I, when I came on board, you know, there were probably uh, – 25, 30 member states, and we meet three, four meetings. They try to hammer out the rules, and uh, it, it just and, and you didn't really, you weren't really working from a written agenda. So if a thought just came in somebody's mind, they just blurt it out and they talk for an hour about it. It wasn't all that productive. So, but it took those, it took those meetings to get where we're at. Don't get me wrong, but fortunately, some of those things have, you know, the, the blood, sweat, and tears. Uh, there's still work, but I think a lot of that real tough battles 
and the safety aspects and some of the, the, the uniformity, we've kind of, uh, I guess we've kind of got those in a place where uh, people are, uh, you know, fairly, fairly satisfied. Yeah, a uh, new tech director for you guys for the coming season. And I think he's probably very thankful that the rule book really didn't change a whole lot after the meetings. Yeah. <laughs> right. Yeah, we try to get everything set into uh, get it set in September. So, but we are reformatting the rule book so it's easier access to find things in a general section than, than by division by division, just going back. And uh, Dale Kwame's done a very excellent job of that and uh, you know uh you know he we talked to, when marvin came on you know i know that uh, again he's been around it he he did a great job talking about his background on saturday morning to at our uh, we had a presentation to competitors and, and promoters and explaining his background and he's done it all Pretty, except for announcing, I think that's the only thing he hasn't done. And uh, so uh, we can fix there's that. been a couple of surprises. I'm sorry? We can fix that. You can fix that. Okay. Yeah. I know, I know, I know a guy. Do that. You know a guy that I do can too. do that. Yeah, I, I bet <laughs> you do. Yeah. So um, there's, some, there's some new challenges. I, I, there's things that have happened or, or, or ruled upon or so forth. There's some, there's some reasoning behind why some things have to be done the way they are. And uh, I think some of that will come to light, but um, obviously tires has been a hot, a hot topic, you know? And uh, so as soon as he came in, you know, here, here we go with, with the thing last year, it was uh, uh, the bell housings and, and, and the actual securing of them on to the, to the vehicles. And that's what happens. Something, something pops up it gets a spotlight focus on it. And sure enough, you find another issue or another area of that same problem that needs addressed. And uh, so that's sometimes the, the difficult part. I think in the end, we'll have it situated in a way that's everyone can live with, but um, that's just how things matriculate in a sanctioning body. And uh, who knows what it'll be next year. There'll be an issue next year, you know, Odds are, I don't know what it'll be, but there'll be one. Too much sponsorship, uh, Mike Delansky. That's what it's going to be. No, <laughs> no, no pressure. No, no pressure. I'd like to add that I have a very talented wife in the design department and oh. definitely enjoyed today getting to talk to John, John Dunlap and Matt. You know, Matt's a very important key to this whole process, very resourceful. You know, just uh, just a little bit of time we spent even today. I was like, man, we can get a lot done. And then, so, you know, Julie, both John and Matt, I know have design qualities as well and, and talent. So I think uh, the three of them, and I think, uh, I think um, Greg's, uh, you know, wife Dana, I think has some involvement there too. So I think uh, it's gonna be pretty awesome to see some of that stuff come together as well. Absolutely. I do have one question for you from Adam Wilson. Uh, he's curious about, uh, impact that the new 5.0 pro stock might have and maybe you won't know until after fair convention in january get through that season and kind of know what the bookings are going to be for it yeah i will say this i honestly think the line is the over under line is at 10 and i'm thinking it might be over and, and there's been a lot of interest in that class 
not so, from from the competitor side absolutely and we 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 uh, had a guest at the board meeting I, i'll i'll just kind of say just say that but that 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 would impact that class um, and i i i think that class is there's a lot of guys out there that just don't want to keep up with a 6 inch charger i mean that's that's just what it is and uh it's a good solution for region it will give some of those guys that maybe are this close to getting out changing divisions whatever that'll keep them there and um so yeah it, it's going to be an exciting class i think the light mod will get some traction as well from some of the comments i've heard uh i'm sworn to secrecy on one but we got to get some classes booked for that class. And I told everybody when they saw that schedule with all the things happening in the background from the Delanskis to industry happenings to um, just a lot of different things in the background, the aforementioned future uh, announcement, it, it's taken a lot of time. So when we're putting that schedule out, you know, it used to be I got everything as close as I could. And hey, you know, th when we launch this, this is what the schedule is. Uh, and we changed kind of how we did what we called pre-commitment. And I have a feeling, and I've told some promoters this, and I was at the National Fair Convention last weekend, and yeah, we have some conversations. Uh, people were just kind of hearing about the development. Um, but we, we, we've we been working on the, uh, the background saying, okay, what ifs? What's the what if scenario? What what may we have to change? March, April, it, it, it could happen. It, it may not happen, but you had to be prepared both ways to figure out if X happens and we do Y, you know, so uh, we'll see. But the schedule will really start coming together in January. And I think that's where a lot of the decisions uh, will, will happen. I mean, that's where fairs will be really itching to make their decisions. I, I think that's, you know, when, when the frenzy, if you want to call it, that's when I think a lot of things will occur. And um, so, you know, we'll, we'll see how that all pans out because, you know, for us to squeeze a lot more events into the schedule um, is, is challenging. There's, there's just no two ways about it if, if that were to occur. You know, we had mm -hmm. at night or 2019, we had 81 events, 81. And I think we did 71 this year. So that's 10 extra events. And couple three of those were pretty national events and and sometimes the guys like to have you know some time off they got repairs they got family you know covid if covid taught a lot of us anything is hey even though we missed polling well there were some other things we were able to do that we i mean i hadn't done since 93 94 when i was a little bit out of uh, you know i wasn't with ntpa but i was with ntpa if that makes any sense but so it's going to be it's going to be a fascinating year coming up. We're excited. Oh, sorry, go ahead. I just said we're excited. See how it goes. Mick <laughs> uh, Broughton's asking any changes to pre-commit on the website and how that's all going to work. Well, pre-commitment, uh, we actually discontinued the former program in right. 2019. In 2020, we had a whole free entry program and, um, I was contemplating because I I have been in charge of that program for the majority of years. It started in 1989. I started in 90. I was handed the reins in 90 for the 91 season. 
I left, I came back. So all the contracting, all the calling, all the, um, you know, sales, if you will, to, to convince competitors to come on board. And so right after this convention, we'd be sitting out, sending out pre-commitment applications. Are you interested in being in this program? And what would happen was we would get to the Louisville time, and that's when the contracts would come out because a lot of promoters I'd run into say, who's on your list? Who's on your list? Who's on your list? And um, through that process anyway, we saw, I saw, I should, I should really say I did see this, uh, that over a 10-year period, there was quite a bit of money left on the table that did not get to the competitors. And um, instead of raising costs or fees, we just said, what, your, um, what you are posting for pre-commitment money is now divisional funding, and that money is going to the competitors at the end of the season. Some people would like to see that when they show up. Um, I don't really have a problem either way but when we decided we were putting it at the end of the year that's what we did and that's what we have done for the last three years so um if if we gave free entry to the top 10 and if you made all the events you weren't a free entry but you paid entry to all the events we paid that money back to you that entry fee so last year it was I believe 11 competitors, almost one per division that made them all. Rob Russell won it and was not in the top 10 the year before. But see, the old system, Rob would have gotten about half the money because the, the divisional funding's in there, the case money, our, you know, our money, all that was combined in there. Um, if you got 11th place, we paid two 11th place spots that wasn't posted, but we had the funds to do it. Um, so, so, it benefited more folks. Is it perfect? No. Um, but, you know, we felt that was a way to try to get more to the pullers without changing a lot up, you know. So, uh, and uh, I see you, Travis. No more five weeks in a row. I'm waiting. It gets better. It gets better. It does? <laughs> I like that. Yeah. Travis, you can do it. <laughs> Hey, there's a guy that can announce. Man. Brent or Travis? Uh, Travis. Oh, yeah. Not, I think Brent has a wonderful singing voice, though. <laughs> Brent, see, you're going to be Brent required to prove that at some point. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. And thanks, Ryan. He's putting his postage on uh, his envelope. So, yeah, this is the um, – if this was the Jerry Lewis telephone comparison – this is the time of year when we do get next year's uh, license fees in. So um, we're looking forward to, you know, a robust season again. And if, if without all these competitors, you know, you know, that's, that's such a big deal. And uh, we, we don't lose sight of that. And that, and that the Lanskis, I mean, they live that life. For how many years did you guys live that life? A lot. Many. <laughs> But, but yeah, so to be, you know, from being on all sides of the fence, you know, you definitely, uh, uh, you know, it, it, it helps. Um, and, and again, like I said, we want to work hard for the pullers as well. So I'll be working hard on just trying to uh, show them um, how much they are appreciated as much as we can. Um, and, and that work has already began. So, yeah. you know, like Greg said, without the pullers, you know, you, you just, uh, it doesn't happen. So it starts yeah. with them and we want them to be uh, as happy as we can make them. It's, uh, you know, I was a race car driver too, so it's hard to make everybody happy. And 
and uh, you're always going to have differing opinions, but I thank God there's going to be some good good things coming down the pipe here that's going to be exciting, and and I thank God 2023 is going to be a, a great year. Yeah. I liked our conversation this afternoon about some of those things for the competitors. That, I mean. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. So. Yeah, good question, and and I, all three of you could answer this. Um, uh, Moose pulling videos. He's a young guy, and he's he's curious. You know, it, for someone young, if you wanted to get to a point where you're full time with NTPA or working in this industry, whether it's NTPA or any other, I'll, I'll broaden it. Um, is there a, is there a path you would steer them towards, and a certain skill set or or tools that you want them to have? Um, to, to be able to, to at least start in an internship possibly or, or beyond? I'll go first. Uh, we actually use some interns in our office right now. Uh, we got two more days this week with Lindsay from Ohio State, and then she is going to be uh, going down to Greener Pastures. We've probably had more than a half dozen over the last 10 years or so. And we try to, you know, that, that's been a good uh situation for us uh a couple have uh, become employees over the past 15 years uh a lot of times from the uh male side of the fence not that a female couldn't have this question too but it's just like officials anywhere in any any game i mean you know it seems to be heavily on the male demographic um officials i get a lot of questions about how to become an official and there too, I think there's going to be uh, some opportunity in in a changing landscape of, of you know, situating officials and, and having some different needs and some, I don't want to say specialty uh, areas for an official, but uh, I think there's going to be some emphasis on some, some things that uh, will, will lend uh, the, uh, the need for uh, some folks. And hey, we, we do have to get younger. I mean, I'll be 55 in July, and I felt like I just started, you know. So uh, I look in the mirror, then I realize, no, no, dude, you didn't just start. <laughs> so um, absolutely, I would suggest that. I would suggest we reach out, right, Greg? You know, I mean, if he has aspirations yeah. doing some video, uh, you know, it'd be be great to, to talk to to people like that that have an interest. And like Greg did at the seminar, I'm going to give out my phone number, which is 612-309-9563. Anybody can reach out to me anytime with, uh, you know, uh, input or, or suggestions or whatever it might be. But, you know, I encourage, uh, you know, that individual to to reach out. You just uh, you never know. So definitely uh, take the time to do so. And there's a great team assembled there at, at the NTPA offices, but there's only so much that, uh, you know, it takes a lot of people. It takes takes a lot of horsepower to make everything work and and do a do a real good job at at uh, all things as best you can. So I, I would tell them to reach out. But again, six one two. Three zero nine nine five six three. And mine 614-205-3290. Call now. And if you're one of the first five callers, yes, I'll yes. I'm gonna <laughs> pass away. Julie Delansky cell number. No, <laughs> you, still, you still have them Santa hats? <laughs> yeah, we'll send you the Santa hats. No, we'll send you Jason Schultz's private phone yeah. number. That's what we'll send you. Yes, do that. I got the red shirt. I need the Santa hat. <laughs> perfectly, perfectly fine to send all questions to Jason. Hello. Uh, yeah, Jason Schultz's number. I'm pretty <laughs> sure it's disconnected. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs>
Um, but yeah, I mean, it's it just kind of echo some of the, the sentiment on here. It's nice to hear that NTPA is thinking about the future. And, you know, it's just like Greg said, you hear a lot of the talk about, you know, kind of stuck in their ways or whatever, but with Craig and Julie coming on and, and looking to bring in some new uh, life is maybe not the right word, but, you know, introducing to fans that don't necessarily know what pulling is and what it can be. And I know we've tried to do that, you know, through just some local pools, bringing fans that don't normally come, but maybe are, you know, just motorsports fans in general. And overwhelmingly it's, we love this. This is really cool. Um, doesn't matter what class runs down. If it's a pro mod four wheel drive truck or a diesel super or a pro stock or a light super, whatever it may be. Um, the, the kids, especially when they can get next to the vehicles and they can see that, you know, up close meet the drivers, and, and now the, the flip side of that is let's let's work on some sponsorships to try to get some more money into the pullers hands, because that's it's kind yes. of the, not necessarily the unspoken thing, but that's where the sport kind of yeah. needs to go. And with that, you're going to need that sponsorship money. And it we have to look at other avenues for that sponsorship money. You can't rely on the you know, you want to you want to show your sponsors that you have. They're going to get a return for their dollar. But. We need some we need some new new blood in there and that's that's it's nice to hear that you guys are looking to do that yes sir yeah yes sir and, and the biggest thing that i hear is grassroots we are the place for sponsors to grab grassroots at good value at good value you know right and we we, we talked about this too you know we don't want to be undervalued we want to be a great value but i think we have a lot of value which can produce better sponsorship results in the future. We, we feel that way. The Lanskys would not be here if they did not feel that way. Yeah, no, 100%. What I really like about the sport is is the fact that you can, um, you know, the fans, just like uh, the pit area, you, you know, they're able to congregate and walk throughout the pits and talk to the bowlers. And it's just uh, very up close and personal. And I think that's a very important aspect of the, of the, of the sport and, and um, has a lot of value. Yep, I agree. We're, when we went to Toma, that was the coolest thing, just to be able to, you know, wander around and, and check out those those tractors up close and stuff. And um, in their works of art, aside from the power, yeah. they're pretty yep. pretty neat. And all the graphics and a lot of pride. The, lot of pride the name, the names that they're given are fun. And, yeah, I love the know, names. Man. Yeah. That'd be some fun coming up with that stuff, wouldn't it? Mm -hmm. <laughs> Craig, what's the best one? What's the best one that's stuck in your head over the year? What the nickname call, of a tractor? Call him, truck? Yeah, call him out. Let's do it. <laughs> Man, I mean, I'm not sure. Uh, you know. my, my money maker buddy. <laughs> yeah. Money maker, my money maker buddy. Uh, you know, there's some pretty cool ones, but yeah, yeah, the money maker. He's probably right at that. Yeah. Hey, yeah. my favorite is oh, my. I'm gonna go a blast from the class, and I don't know if anybody remembers Lonnie Brown. He had pain in the donkey. <laughs> with, the, with the backside yeah. facing out, pain in the don donkey. Yeah. Not donkey like Shrek, but donkey. <laughs> as in, you know what? Yes. Yep. It was funny. Julie was reading me the results or something from something, and she kept reading the names of the of the machines, right? And I go, "Is there is there like the bowler's name?" You know, I was just trying to mm -hmm. research, and I, it was kind of cool, really. I well, think the that's bullers, pretty part. The bullers. The pullers have their identity, but the vehicles very much have their identity. Most, right. you know, some guys will, some people will know the puller, and then right. a lot of people know the vehicle. Yeah. Right. Right. Well, I recognize some of them that 
I remembered seeing it, Spencer, when we when we did our outlaw show, when we went to Toma, I'm like, hey, I remember that. I remember that one. Or, you know, I, I would agree with you there. You know, yeah. they the, can't. the judge is another one. I, I like the judge. Matt, yep. Yeah, right. Him and his family at the banquet, you know, just, just threw some pretty cool, catchy ones. Angry Farmer, you know, you, you got to mm -hmm. like that too. It's a, a, lot of, a lot of uniqueness. I think that's the name of this truck, isn't it? Or no? yep. Angry Shine. Angry Shine. Angry Farmer. Yeah, Farmer. Yeah. Then, of course, there's a few names out there when the, the lineup sheet comes upstairs. I just kind of go, they yeah. going to blow my mic if I say this. <laughs> right. <laughs> there are some that you can almost get yourself in trouble with at times. Uh -huh. hey, I got a funny story that I can tell. So I had a polar from Ohio. I won't say who it was, but he texted me this picture. This was like 10, 12 years ago. And the question answered itself when I read it. And then I saw the mural. He says, do you think this is appropriate for a tractor pulling name? And I'll tell you, the name of the tractor was Dirt Stripper, but I won't describe the panel. But yeah, I said, if, if, if you have to ask the question, maybe that answers it. <laughs> you know? Yeah. Well, heck, I'm, I'm most associated with Dirty Hooker Diesel. And <laughs> yeah, you thought, you thought I was going that way. I didn't know that. Yeah. And funny enough, everybody thinks it has to do with pulling in the dirt, hooked to a sled. Dirty Hooker, but it's actually refers to he stole the name from a fishing boat that he serviced probably 20 years ago. That's where it actually comes from. That's pretty cool. Uh, hey, Brent, great, hey, great creative. <laughs> Don't tell that. Mm -hmm. It's like a Jeopardy challenge, and Brent Payne just Busted. won. Yeah, you're supposed to say, who is Brent? Who is? Yeah, did not phrase you? in the form of a question. Mm. No, no. Done count. Done count. <laughs> See, there is no secrets in this sport. Mm. <laughs> well, <laughs> well, I should no. There, there are. <laughs> there that's are. That's, prob that's probably another show. That's probably <laughs> it is. Maybe for much yeah. later in the evening. Yeah. Yeah. Greg, so, how's the, so it, uh, yeah. How's I the might have to be then? the one to start unplugging mics here. Hold on. <laughs> yeah. yeah. How's the uh, how's the regional schedules looking? You having a lot of you having a lot of interest. You have a new interest from new pol promoters. We actually did uh, book one. I've already the contract's already signed, and uh, it is the fair at Norwalk, Ohio. The fair, so not to be confused with you know the, the other event. No and, cheap ice. Uh, no cheap ice cream, right? I I don't know. I I sure I sure I sure hope so. <laughs> Who doesn't like ice cream? But uh, anyway. Um, what happens, and, and this is this is how this game is played. The the people are involved in the fair industry, long and short are an ag. So and they're volunteers. And they meet once a month, and a lot of times they'll take off a September or an October because of harvest. But what we do is we get a we send out what's called a date deposit or reserve the date form. So when you're done with your event, you have 60 days. And be honest, we're we're lenient. We won't just give your date away if uh, you're, you're, you pass that 60 days. We'll, we'll make a call, you know, and find out. So that pays uh, a deposit toward their sanctioning fee for next year. It locks in their date. So the easiest way, if you look at your calendar and you look and you see um, the event was August 14th last year, 52 weeks later, that's going to be August 13th. Subtract a day. The only time things get uh, where it goes maybe two days is when there's a leap year in there. But leap year does not dictate the calendar. 
for, for, for events. That's not what does it. It's Labor Day. So Labor Day will fall as late as the 7th, I believe, 8th, and it could be as early as the 1st. So once we keep creeping toward, I'm looking at my calendar here, this year it's the 5th, it'll get to the 4th, it'll get to the 3rd, and I think it falls back again in 2026. I was looking at that the other day. So you got about a six-year window where it stays, and then all of a sudden everything drops back a week, 53 weeks. Yeah. But a lot of people don't, you know, they, they say, oh, it's Memorial Day, it's, it's, it's 4th of July. No, it's Labor Day. So when we start going to the fair conventions, which will start, well, Iowa's is this weekend, and then and we got mm -hmm. representation. And then, you know, we got Wisconsin, Michigan, Ohio's, Indiana, um, and et cetera. They all happen, Minnesota, they all happen early January. So the first three weeks of January, that's when fairs will come up and you really start hammering out which classes you're having. Uh, and that's, and, and I always tell competitors if they get disappointed, why they didn't go back to a certain place or, or whatever. I always say you are investing, literally you're investing your division's future and how you perform as a class in the current year. So if you have low numbers yep. and we go to fair convention and they say, we only had five of such and such. And I have some of those kind of, I had that I had two of those conversations in Indianapolis at the National Fair Convention. They're looking to change a class. Yep. Um, one dilemma that's kind of happened is uh, uh, we're we're down one mini sled in Ohio currently, you know. And I know there's chatter about well maybe maybe that can be, but you know if, if you lose a sled in the population, it's kind of hard to uh, you know replace. So there's always little things that could be worked out, but um, by and large the the regional schedule will come together pretty much by the end of January. I, I always tell, I put the schedule together and I, I tell them, anybody sees that schedule I put out, uh, it's going to change 70 plus times. I, I guarantee it. I mean, it's just like, here's a schedule. There's a couple of new things that, uh, you know, uh, have inquired to be put on our schedule that have confirmed that they're going to be with us. But um, by and large, uh, we're just not done. I, I've had a couple calls with some inquiry um you know just just trying to think about what 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 they may have to do if they have to make it any type of change um so it's january is going to be a really interesting month in my my mind and and it could go a lot of different ways i i wouldn't say i would predict it anyway but you know it's it's there's going to be some some interesting things i think uh happen out of it and i couldn't tell you all which way it would go because i think there's some things that are still to be seen you know to be fair. Yep. Yeah, it's well, if you, get the, if you get the chance, give Todd Gillen the call uh, up in Fremont and push the push the five O pros on him, would you? I, I do think that, that's... do that for my family because my family's from back home, and I know that that Fremont crowd will be there with on their feet. Right, and and, and that's a very very good uh, possibility. I, I I I'll give you one little teaser. I had I always see Keith. Uh, from Monroe, Michigan, and I think that's a place that that play may find its way into, you know. And from there, you can say, okay, is there a weekend where you can kind of keep them out? Um, I mean, I know Marvin said he's had a lot of calls on this uh, 5.0 uh, pro stock class. Uh, so I, yeah, I think it's good. I think it's going to take off. I don't think, and I think we'll have competitors too. It almost reminds me of the light pro stock. The rules were just so many people were. That's what we want. We gave it, and it, it just started right out of the box. Great, you know, and I think this has the possibility of doing the same thing. 
the five inch the five inch pro stock class is going to be good in 2023 and 2024 it's going to be phenomenal excellent and yes mark my words from someone who may know there is going to be a a lot of five inch pros that are coming and it's it for the fans it it is almost hard it's it's very hard to tell the difference you know for the competitors it's it's very much the same um you know, you're taking the same speed. Uh, you're just going to have a tractor that's that's going to live a little bit better. So I think that class is slated to just go crazy, and I'm so looking forward to it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, hundred percent. Why 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 are people complaining to me? And I should, let me rephrase that: not complaining. It's a concern. It's a legitimate concern about you need to hold our hooks down. Like, well, Travis put on there in the comments, you know, no more five in a row. I hear you. I hear you, Travis. I hear you. But you know, 20 years ago, we were pulling off. We were, we were pulling the middle of the week and the power has raised so much because now they can hook it with the new tires. It has completely changed things forever. It's changed. And uh, so the thing that I say is one, you need reliability on the vehicles that, that that have a numerous hooks, right? You need some of those classes that, hey, you know, unlimited. If you hook them three times a week, what would you have left by the time you hit July? Probably not a lot. Not much. Yeah, not much. So some of these classes that can hook and hook and hook, that fills part of what we need to supply promoters. I, I always hear and I chuckle when they say NTPA, they're adding classes to, what's that word? Make more money. We're adding classes because we're trying to fill demand and supply, supply and demand, because it's difficult in, 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 in this time and in, in, in place with how things are. There's there's vehicles that, quite honestly, carry all levels of pulling that now can't you can't sustain that in, in some of the classes. And that's just you know, the regional mod guys. God bless them. You know, they, they have quite a few hooks for. For the summer, and we and we've split them in half, and 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 some say that's good, some say it's bad, uh, but again, it does give some people some time to to to, to something that may fit their schedule and be participant. And the guys who want to go everywhere still can go everywhere because we can book them on top of each other. Mm-hmm. Jeff Hosser's curious. Uh, anything on Atwood, Tennessee, if it's going to happen for next year? I do not think. Uh, I have not had any uh, communication with Phil. Um, they canceled about eight days prior to the event. Uh, one rumor, which I do not have uh, confirmed or established, someone said that the, the track had been put up for sale. I don't know if that was true or false. Uh, right. Phil's like a nice guy. We have not had any communication. Fair. Fair. Uh, and then Shane Hunt, curious about anything down south. Uh, he's... He's southwest uh, Kentucky area. Oh yeah, I know the Hunt family very well. Uh, and hello, everybody out there uh, and down the Hunt, Hunt area. Um, I I I would tend to think there'll be some conversation. Um, there has been some conversation elsewhere. Uh, again, uh, I I I I don't think there's any. There's no specific movement of any type. Uh, but I just think people are trying to absorb uh, what they can uh, and, and, and to go through. This news is two weeks old. 
you know, they're, they're deciphering what's, what's happening. And is there something happening, uh, you know, with, with uh, the PPL? I mean, uh, that's out there, you know, I, I don't know the, I don't know the answer to that, but um, it, it's going to be, it's going to get very interesting, I think, because people are starting to explore options. It's been mm-hmm. The, the most common thing I heard last week in the banquet is, boy, your phone's been ringing. And I said, well, it, it rang, but probably not as much as what people think. Because, again, you're wrapping your head around it. You had Thanksgiving. There's a lot of things to uh, consider here. Um, so we'll, we'll, it's, a, it's, it's a we'll see. It, it really is. But we'll, we'll, we'll do the best we can uh, for those that have you know, a desire to, to, to change if they need to. What happened to Ionia? They actually switched up some of their program. Uh, I don't know, Greg, what your conversations were on that, that side. They still do polls there, but it's with the, the thumb yeah. group. Yeah, um, I've 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 heard a little bit of, of, of rumbling that uh, we may be um, in the mix there. Uh, I personally have not had communication, but I, I do hear we may be in the mix through uh, another another party there. So gotcha. Well, yeah. And Ben's checking in on Classway for 5.0. Minor saying 10,000, right? It stays. Yeah, I don't think anything changed there. I think it's uh, everything cooler. but the charger. Cooler and charger. Yeah, charger and cooler. That's it. Cooler, yeah. yeah. Cooler, that's right. Yeah. yeah. And that class is a, is a nice bridge between, you know, there was a lot of component talk for four ones. That that is a great bridge between a pro stock and a and a, and a limited pro. Um, you can go component or you can run agrarians. I know of a very strong running agrarian 5.0 that's uh, in this area. Area, and Wyatt to answer that question, 680 is where it's at. Um, guys can run 640. You'll see small blocks in that class too. Yeah, I For think the record, the they did not kick the Delanskys out. I don't know where they went. Okay. <laughs> well, I will say Craig spent a little part of the morning getting a new phone. So gotcha. maybe, maybe the phone went, I don't know, but um, yeah, it, it's interesting on that, uh, that five Oh class. There they come. They're back. Oh, where we went. <laughs> yeah, we, I guess we took a sabbatical every minute. That's okay. Yeah. So yeah, the 5.0 class is going to be interesting. We, there was a lot of discussion about it. That's what it was. We uh, the thing that kind of come out of this weekend is I think they would like to make sure the outlaw rules and the NTPA rules uh, come together on that because it, it just you know it makes too much sense, right? Yep. That's a very good idea. Yeah. Totally agree. Well, we've monopolized an hour of your evenings. Uh, anybody got anything else for our, our guests tonight? I don't think I've ever asked Greg Randall what he would take down the track. Did I ask <laughs> you the last time you were on or not? I think he did. You know, I, I think they did, and I wasn't uh, I wasn't quite prepared for that one. But I would say probably the coolest thing to me growing up was Lloyd McVeigh's Super Banana. And – the nice thing out of this job is I've made a lot of, you know, growing up, uh, an example, uh, Ron Bargy, you know, watching the judge, being from Ohio, seeing the judge a lot, remembering the long header pipes on the on the original judge. Well, I should say the original judge. The original judge has a V8 in it. But anyway, the Allison judge. And Ron was up there. And he, I'm not expecting any, you know, recognition or whatever. And he 
was thanking people and he thanked me and he looked over and he says, how long have I known you? And of course I had to say, well, it was before I was shaving. So, you know, <laughs> but it's, it's, it's a long time. Guys with beards get that. Um, anyway, so I, um, you know, Lloyd McVeigh was, was a hero of mine, to be honest with you. And then to be friends with his son, Larry. Larry drives semi-truck and he, sometimes he's, I mean, once or twice a year, he'll stop in the office, just unannounced. He'll pull the semi right in front of the building. Now, mind you, that's not a real good place for the semi, but Larry, you keep doing it. I love you, buddy, but he'll park it there. So the neatest story, I got to tell you this story too. You know, we already talked about my, my brand here, you know, this brand right here. I know I'm getting booed out all over America, but um, uh, Larry was hauling this, the I-beams that built Allegiant Stadium. He had no idea I was a Raiders fan. No idea. So he stopped in uh, the year they were just, they just completed the pretty much construction. He came in, he says, would you believe I carried the last I-beam that went into Allegiant Stadium, you know, the home of the Raiders? Do you know them? And I said, oh, yeah, I know them. Do you know what he said he did? He took the last I-beam, he spray painted NTPA Super Banana number one, and he left it in the stadium. And then I showed him, I showed him my Raider, I showed him my Raider room on my phone. And I about had him in tears, you know. I was like, "Can you believe that connection?" You know, wow, nice. That was cool. Nice, awesome. So, how about you, Team Delansky? This is a question I ask everybody, and if you can't answer it now, consider yourselves committed to the next time we talk. You'd better have an answer. Definitely. Um, if you can, if you could steal the keys, figuratively speaking, to any pulling vehicle, past or present. And pull it anywhere and not have to worry about paying the bill. So if you stuff Travis's motor, that's his problem, not yours. Right. right. What would you – sorry, Boots. Um, what would you take pulling and where would you take it and why? And if you can't answer, that's totally cool, but it locks you into coming back just so you can answer the question. You know, I, I have a couple of uh, ways I would go with that, and I'd like to save it for the next time. Can we do that? Sure. Fair enough. That was the most politically correct answer I've ever heard. I'll say that's Craig's answer. Let's Julie, hear go for it. I think that got? Kathy's complaint sounds like it was kind of a cool ride. There you go. So that would probably be the one for me. Now, which one? Original flavor or the newer one? I don't know. There was one that was yellow. I thought, right? Both blue. Yellow? Or was that just the writing on it? Was yellow? I can't. I can't tell you. Yeah, I think last year on the on the video when they did the special um, award for them, that was pretty cool. We are missing one key element to this conversation, which would be into what they just asked you. Tell them about your neighbor, your pulling neighbor, from about ten miles. (laughs) Yeah, you know what I mean. You know, so so. You know, that would be one. I mean, I'm impressed truly with all the polling vehicles. It's pretty yeah. awesome, quite honestly. So it'd be hard to hard to peg one class, you know. But, yeah, Esden, he's, he's quite uh, quite quite the character. We enjoyed uh, We went to a shop, toured a shop, a lot of history there, um, you know, and, and learned more about the sport when we did so. But great guy. Had a lot of success on the NTPA tour. But, 
yeah, to jump on his hot rod or, or, or breasts or just, uh, you know, them, them minis too. I mean, they get kind of yeah. wild as well. So, it definitely be some fun. It definitely be some fun. Make sure you bring your neck ring. Yeah, <laughs> right, right. You know what? I'd like to see those. I'd like to see a two seater. So yeah, maybe maybe some fans can get a ride with a two seater of some sort. But uh, Greg, we're going to have to discuss, they're going to have to discuss a rule change on the weight if we're going to do yeah. that. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, that might be a rule cage design. Rule cage design. Yes, right. yes. Right. Huh. That's that's that's. We said the easiest one would be a semi, probably. Yeah. And it's probably not yeah. as violent. Four wheel drive could hop. The pickups, right? The fans, yeah. the fans really get a kick out of it in the sprint car world, you know, when you get a ride in a two seater, especially mm -hmm. with you know one of your favorite polars. If it was ever something that could happen, it'd be, uh, I think it'd be pretty unique for the for the fans in the polo world. So, but 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 um, I just really want to thank you all for for number one having us tonight, but also for the platform you have there. You know, I, I got to learn some things about that. I mean, it's pr pretty awesome what. Uh, you know what you guys do and, and appreciate what you do for the polling world because uh, truly that that's what uh, helps make all this happen too so yep. appreciate all that happy to well, i'd like, to, I'd like to personally to apologize i'd like to apologize if jason embarrassed you in any way shape or form this past weekend <laughs> yeah, um, yeah that is very much a real possibility and it's not really a case of if it's more a case of when so on yeah. behalf of all of us on the beer money staff we're sorry <laughs> well, good deal. Well, it sounds like NTPA is moving in a good direction, and I think we're all excited to see where it goes. I think 2023 is slated to be a great year, and uh, let's let's we'll do whatever we can to help you guys in any way, shape, or form. You know, appreciate we, that. we certainly appreciate that, and appreciate all the fans, everybody out there that helps us great sport move forward. Thank you. Thank you, guys. All right. Thanks, guys. Take Thank care. You guys. Wish you all a Merry Christmas. Thank you. Yep, That's you right. Too. Merry Christmas. Well, that was cool. Yeah. Good to get them on, get through a few things, and kind of chart a future. I, I don't know anything. So if you, if you took from my comments that I have, like, some sort of secret inside track on what they're going to announce, I don't. I just know that there's something coming. That's it. Yeah. So I'm waiting just like all of you. Yeah. It, well, it sounds like, I mean, their level of excitement, if whatever it is, it, uh, it sounds like it's going to be good for the sport. So yeah. Uh, be interesting to see what happens. Will I just want to know who called me grumpy cat. I don't know. It was one of the, it was a Facebook user. Facebook so users says admin. Don't know. One yeah. of y'all better cop to it. Yep. PRY week coming. Uh, for the first time, there's going to be four pullers on the floor. Should be cool. Um, in the hallway will be uh, the Remedy 4.1. Uh, Bacon Bits Mini will be in the hall. Uh, Cummins Killer will be in the Waggler booth. And uh, Joe Edders Unlimited will be in the Summit uh, Performance Parts booth. So. Are you yep. sure that's it? That I know I of. Kinda thought, I kind of thought maybe we might see the casters somewhere. I don't know that for fact. Shell has a booth, so they might be in that. I that may be I true. Swear, I remember seeing somebody who was going to be there that wasn't any of the names that we just mentioned. Okay, so could be. I just can't remember who it was. Could be. I would not. Somebody used to stay in Brandon Hunt. Hadn't heard that. 
But well, I, I would expect he would be there with Apex, but I don't know if they're going to have a tractor mm-hmm. there. They have in the past. Yes, yep. Super's been there before. Yep. So that yeah, that could be as well. Charles, what day are you going? I'm not going to get down until Friday afternoon. Um, I'm going to MC the uh, Outlaw Diesel Super Series Banquet Friday night, and then I will be there all day Saturday. Gotcha. I haven't decided if I'm going Thursday or Friday, but I am going for the first time. So. Yeah, I'd love to go down Thursday, but mm, I, I'm maxed out on vacation days every year just to go pulling. I can't take another one. I'm thankful that that Leo let me have the half day off to go do this. So. Yeah. Don't want to push. Yeah, I'm staying home because I live in Iowa and it's a long, long drive. <laughs> Plus, I've got farmer to farmer this week, so I get to yep. go hang with FBN people. Yep. yep. Nothing wrong there. We also have the ITBA banquet uh, this weekend, so we'll be in Springfield Friday and Saturday. Um, a lot of discussion on a lot of different classes, and uh, sounds like maybe that five-inch pro stock is going to be up for discussion as well. So we'll see. What happens? I can see that Leroy guy under control. Yeah, good luck. I can see that being a thing out there for you guys. I mean, Illinois is one of the few states that has a fairly healthy state-level pro stock circuit, so I can see it being a thing. Yep, there's. We've had a couple of the five-inch pros run this summer with the big pros, and uh, some cases they uh, ended up on top of uh, some of those big pros. So we'll we'll see how it goes. Was there, does anybody know, was there any discussion of the 5-0 with the Badger States banquet this year or this weekend? I didn't, I haven't heard, heard I haven't asked. I don't know that. Okay. I don't know that. All right. I got a dog that's ready to run outside, so I got to go take care of that. Yeah, go for it. So, all right. We'll see you all later. See you. Later, buddy. The usual uh, slate of programs coming up for this week, as far as I know. Um, I'll be on Power Ranking Show on uh, Thursday night. That'll be seven o'clock Eastern, six Central, I believe. I think we. I what think are you guys ranking this year or this weekend. I got to check those times. That may be wrong because I, I know we had talked about uh, moving that that week. But anyway, uh, two wheel drives is this week, and this one's going to be tough. Maybe two hundred and fifty yeah. names to go through. Right. This will be a long show. Yep. Why it says seven. Okay, so we didn't move it. We did, yeah, we moved it back one hour, right? Yeah, back one hour. So seven central, eight eastern. Thank you, guys. That's it for me. After that, um, I put my head down and go into ship mode. Start writing for that. So Yeah, start uh, start studying. Start loading the head up, yep, absolutely. How thick is that binder that you carry with you? Maybe you, I know you do one for UCC and it's like four inches thick, but what about, do you actually, do one for, for ship or no? I don't actually, I don't do a big binder at all. My, my sheet for UCC when it comes to the competitors, is just as a sell spreadsheet, something I keep on one piece of paper and move with, uh, move it with me. The binder you usually see, that's just the ads. Um, oh, is that what that is? Okay. That's just that's strictly know. the advertisements for that event. Um, I pre-record them, but if something goes wrong for whatever reason, I still got a paper copy, but. Um, the vast majority of these shows, you know, people are surprised and they don't believe that it's true. If I print anything out in advance, it'll maybe be a points race if it's a series hook. But otherwise, I I study. I put in the hours in the days and weeks ahead of time. And I I don't want to waste the time trying to find something in a binder 
because by the time I find it, that moment has passed. Yeah, things are going on capture the moment. I need to have yeah. that recall. And if I can't have the recall of whatever I wanted to say, well, maybe it wasn't worth saying anyway, and it's on to the next thing. You just keep reacting. So, uh, right. yeah, I, I really don't carry around tons of notes. How about that mental note you made about Ryan Milliken this weekend, huh? Yes. Uh, only got it one time, but uh, you know what? He just needs more laps to figure that car out. But uh, a new yep. X275 speed record, 183 out of the uh, tractor motor Nova. That's moving. That yeah, car will be that car will be a PRI as well. It will be in the fleece performance booth. So good things coming for those guys. Hopefully next year and make that car really go fast. Was anybody else? Did anybody else compete at Snowbirds? Any any other diesels uh, make laps? Frosty. It's a, a red cab fourth gen truck was running in the no time class. And the if you ever see the, I think it's I don't know if it's a wrap or a paint job, but if you see it, you'll I'll see if I can find it. You'll understand why it's called Frosty. It's pretty cool. Actually, I think I can find that real quick here. They were the only two uh, diesels that I know of that were there um, for the event, uh, for this event. Um, so Cletus and Carr, or Cletus McFarland is doing a deal here in a week or two. He's doing his Christmas tree drags again. Mm -hmm. um, you have to have at least a six-foot-tall Christmas tree on your drag race vehicle. It must be lit, and it cannot fall off during, I don't know if they're running an eighth-mile or quarter-mile, whatever it is. But uh, Derek Rose is going. The truck will be there. I saw that. I that's yeah. gonna be freaking great. If you've never, folks, if you've never seen this, go out to YouTube and and look for last year's edition. And is it two years old now, or did he do one two years ago? I kind of think he did. He's been doing this a couple of years. Yeah, a couple of years. Or he might have skipped the year because of the COVID thing. But it's yeah. It's a good watch. It's, I mean, it's a 45 minute or an hour, I think, YouTube video, but, uh, or maybe it may be broken into two or three different ones, but oh man, it's, it's worth it. It's a great show. This is frosty. It's, it's, you know, the usual gray, but there's something in the finish that when the light hits it, right, it reflects back purple. Which you can see right there. I like. Yeah. Where's that had, where's that truck yeah. out of? I want to say he's from Texas, I think. I've never seen it in person. Um first time I saw it was he was in the no time class at Ducks Race last month. Oh, uh, okay. I see. So theoretically this is a recent ish build. I believe that it is, and and I don't know how committed they are to just you know sticking with the no time or just doing radial only kind of kind of like you know Milliken really doesn't really doesn't race ODSS too much. Um, he's committed to the radial side with it. Plus, in his case, and and I think he's 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 right about this. He helped so many guys on that tour and tuned so many guys. He's like, I don't want to race against my customers. That just doesn't feel right. I'd rather help them. So, I get that. Yeah, I could see that happening. So I don't know if that's the case with this truck or if we'll get to see it next summer. Time will tell. Hmm. Have you all ever have you ever called 
Ryan Milliken on the track? Oh, yeah. Yeah, both the green car and the blue one I've got a chance to announce. That's right. I remember, yeah, because I was there when, when he brought the green car uh, yeah. to UCC. Yeah, it hasn't been very often. I was there. Hasn't been very often, but yeah, I have. Good dude. So, yeah. Rod calls so Rod McMaster calls him the nerd. The nerd. Yeah, which if you know Ryan, the appellation doesn't fit, but he is smart. He knows his way around tuning. Uh huh. He's very good at what he does. Very. And he's bringing a lot of it over to the street, isn't he? Like even with emissions compliant stuff and. I don't I see know that stuff he, with him. He might. I don't know that he is. To be honest, I, I think he's kind of gone more hardcore into the race stuff. Um, he's one of those shops who got the visit and and the fine. So mm. I think he's sticking to the off road side. Who did I see that's that's doing something with like twenty twenty one, twenty twenty two? Corey Willis is doing uh, a lot with emissions on. Um, Calibrated Power has been doing a lot with emissions on as well. Uh, there's guys doing it. Okay. Hmm. Well, that's good. I mean, I guess if if the EPA is going to overrun like they're going to overrun, well, we got to find a way to work with it. Yep, exactly. And there is a way to do it. And if anybody's going to lead the charge, it's going to be Corey. Yeah, he's got the resources to, to make it happen. And the platform. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. So well, that's it for me. Yeah, you want to stick a fork in this one? I'm going to stick a fork in it. All right. Sounds good. Y'all be good. We will see you uh, next week. And I'll see if any of you are at PRI, you see me Saturday, stop me. Feel free. Be good to catch up with everyone. So see you guys. Later on.